Talk to my man Lovell, me and DJ Andre Michaels on Woodbridge, uh, BYB man. Lovell done tied my man out. Had my man Big G for two shows acting, and he still came in there on time. Mm-hmm. He was there early too. He was there early. I guess he ain't gonna go take a nap. He knew he was gonna miss it, <laughs> so he came in there right early, blew the roof off that joint. And oh. How did they look out Woodbridge? No, man? that shit was fun. I had a good time. First time DJing with Backyard. Won't be my last. Definitely had a great time. They definitely cranked it up, just like I expected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't Girl, my first up, time bro? seeing Backyard. It was my first time DJing with him, so I had a great experience. Oh, yeah. Then uh, Wincy had the little Wincy challenge going on, so yeah. he had to figure out like how to sing the song and sing it like him. So I can't sing, so I went ahead and played that song at the end of the night. And he was like, oh, shit, that's my song. Yeah. So shout out Wincy for the Wincy challenge and uh, letting them people come out for free, you know what I'm saying, just for doing that joint. And Wincy did, man. Good. My man Earl, Backyard, good Backyard, man. Good family audience. You know, my sister was in the building. And everybody was in there. We just had a good time. Happy birthday, Quinn. Thank you for getting us out of Woodbridge. Man, thank you. It was a good BYB, man. It was a good, good thing. The business was straight and everything. Good turnout. So, Miss Belladonna, Miss Stone, past yeah. days this weekend. How'd they go? Oh, man. It was awesome. Man, we, we definitely got it in. It was, it was, it was a great gig. Yeah. Nice turnout. Great energy. It was right. awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Lovell, man, the guy of the weekend, man. The guy of the goddamn weekend, man. I mean, you did it again. Yeah. It's been a while before you did it again. I mean, you was on everything. Donnie Simpson show, Fox 5. Or eight. I say, look here. I'm going to let everybody I'm gonna let everybody get their interviews out of the way. Right. I'm going to get the recap. Because I know my man going to come on my show. But, man, you show love not to only this station, to all, all the Platform. internet radio stations. You was on everything. Nikki Nation. Actually, Nikki Nation... Did a great job on the red carpet. I seen that. My mother and them was at the play. They said, oh, man, he got to do it again. Or we yeah, want to come crazy. back again. Yeah. They going crazy. So how did that feel, the energy in the building? You did it right, again. So, yeah, so so this is the whole thing. When we did the gigs, right, you know, our city is so much. I just did a post say mute crabs in the barrel, right? So we did the gigs. A lot of people was like, okay, they did the gigs. They, they right. First they said, the first they said, 
They can't get the MGM. We got the MGM. Then they say, well, they're not going to sell out. Then we sold out. Mm. Then they say it's not going to be a good play. Then it was a great play. So then after the gigs, it's like, well, we could have done that because it's just formatted. Mm. So a lot of people don't know I want to do musicals. I got like two go-go musicals already written. That's what's up. Right? So I came back and we wanted to do this one and show them that we can do a normal stage play. We can give y'all the stuff. So everybody, like sophomores, they can't do it. So when we brought it out Saturday, like when I say the women was like, this is great, like this is the best thing we just seen. Like this on some Tyler Perry, like yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah, that's what they were saying. I was gonna yeah, get to that. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, it was a great. Set. I mean, it's the first time like I got to watch people, right? And you know what the favorite thing about people? They like to keep their phone in their hand, right? <laughs> Through my show, you know what I'm saying. Even in the go go's, I'm not gonna lie. People be on their phone like this in the go go. We had everybody attention, man. The phones was out there, and everybody's like this. <laughs> <laughs> Phones was turned over, so I knew wow. right then and there that you know this is something you. destined for uh, the city, man. Like we we trying to lock down our city for these stage play, so so many people can't come in our city and make money and spend it somewhere else. Mm. What's the name of your stage play? Well, we just had a stage play called Confessional Versace, but wow. what I'm known for is the, the one that called the Gears at the MGM. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. The first go-go musical, uh, The Wizard of Oz, the go-go. Awesome. Yeah, I did hear that. That was a big success. Yeah. So is it hard putting those shows together? Like they put Man. those shows together? Like you got to stay concentrated, like the plays, everybody yeah. got to be on point? Nah, this is this is like, you know, I'm from D.C. side, so no go-go, but nah, this is like 10 times. Yeah, because I know I called Ging a couple, couple of times, and even be, before he came home, he was like this, bam, at certain times I got to call you because I'm studying. I'm like, yeah. damn, what the fuck is studying? Nah, yeah. I'm studying, you know, the real got this play, I got to... Study because once we rehearse it, I want this shit to be Flat without out, paper. Yeah. yeah, so it's 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 a process through everything, even production, writing it. The actors are really, they really have it hard because we demand them to be off script in a couple weeks, and they have to deliver what you're writing. You know what I'm saying? Then the background of politics of having the right lighting, the right music, uh, all that plays in. So, you know, you know, after you, it takes about two and a half months to do a production. And you understand, we're constantly working every day for this one night or this two nights. And after that, you'll be feeling like, ah, I'm glad, you'll be, you be glad it's over, yeah. So what you going to do, another one here, or you just going to go that's on what to they, the next place? That's what they calling for. I want to go on to the next play, but we're going to sit down with my board tomorrow, and we're going to uh, figure out what, because everybody... Now that everybody heard about it, they want to see it now. Like, nah, bring it back, bring it back. Y'all got to see this. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm grateful. We we got we got choices. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know we ready to get onto the go go musical, like because even like we gonna probably we gonna probably we gonna reach out to their band because this is this this one's called Chocolate City Records. This is about the first wow. three girls that That's made first three girls that uh came in and go go and then they got R B and success. Right. And we're going to see, they're going to have to come back to go-go, but it's a twist. So, nice. So, yeah. I mean, people don't know your story. I know your story because the gigs was a success, and we yeah. was at the Titan Awards. Yeah. And when y'all racked up awards, y'all was in, like, every category, category. Yeah. just about. So so, so people don't know know your story, and it's an amazing story. Have you ever thought about telling your story like, like a person that was incarcerated 
and just decide to come out to do something positive and you in the neighborhoods, you giving back, you you preaching about stopping the violence, you all about bringing people in success, you're not like like trying to say, no, I'm just bringing my people, you bringing people like Trina Boo, the act, uh, Sugar Bear, I mean, you're doing mm-hmm. a whole lot of things with Go-Go and bringing them in with the acting, probably people that, that haven't acted, and most of the so surprise people talk about Sugar Bear, this time you had Yanni, then you had DJ Rico in there, you, of course you had G in there, you ain't had G in the last, but you had this one and this joint, and people like this, I didn't know he really could act like that, they just like, I thought Big G was just the why, and that was his role, but like, he really can act, like, mm-hmm. he really can act, like, when you see him in action, he really can act, like, you bringing people that that nobody probably would have thought of um, reaching out. Yeah. And that's what Trina Boo told me. Like, he grabs people that he believe in, but you might don't even believe that you could do it. But once he puts you on that scale and, and you start talking about the plays well, and the writings it's, and it's, all that. It's, it's pretty easy because, like, I have a great acting coach and great director that could bring stuff out. So if I'm going to write Bam 640 into my play, right, I'm just going to write you to be you. Yeah, so you're right. gonna be. I'm gonna put a little twist to it. Yeah. But it's gonna be basically you, and you gonna you go once you start seeing it or reading, you are gonna be like, damn, I can do this. And then right. my the actor coach, he gonna teach you blocking and stuff like that. You see what I'm saying? So right. I can sit down and and basically write a play around someone. So like we had a ten year old little girl in there, and they they loved her. Like I t- I only thing I was advising was I wanted her to. Uh, if you ever watch what's happening, Lil D, mm-hmm. that was like my concept. So, right. so that was that was that was the major thing with that, you know. So it's it's pretty easy to get people casting when you write something. If I can sit down and get to know you, and with social media now, that's the great thing about social media is I'm learning personalities, and I really want to say this, you know, to people like you can kill yourself on social media or you can win mm-hmm. because you don't know who's watching you. So I be watching personality and like the young the young dude uh uh Draymond, yeah. the dude that wear the boots, the superhero, yeah. gay superhero, he turned it out. Mm-hmm. But I've been watching him for like six months. Right. That's I've been it. watching him like six months. And when I say he when they, when I say he turned it out, okay. I mean they love him. Like he was a crowd favorite, so you know. I'm watching. That's what everybody need to know. I'm watching. That's Are your plays available like on, because um, I, I didn't get to see the, um, the Giz. Is that what it was? And that's good. So right mm-hmm. now we got two. We we, we we done four plays, but we got two big plays. Okay. And we, we're thinking about putting both of them in the movie theater. Whoa. That's what I was okay. saying. That okay. I had, have you ever thought about, about putting a movie to some of these plays? No, I got a movie about right now, I, and I could I could tell y'all what it's called. I think Confession of Side Chick could be a movie. The way it that, that the movie. women yeah, that and the, even the men that that talk about how good this play was, he was like, this like some stuff that could have been at Constitution Hall or the one thing. It was that great. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I know a couple of females we, that we, went out. We think about we think about bringing them to the one theater next time. Sure. I mean. It was shocking, like, you got to understand, when you sit down and write something, I can't, I think it's funny, and I think that, because we write for women, so I think it's funny, I think women are like it. Some of it was a little racy, so I was like, oh, I don't, I, you know, we just got to see, but, you know, we we living in an uh, environment now that people is not so shocked about what they see, so, you know, uh, the response was heavy. I, I knew we was going to get it, it was a good play. But I didn't think we would get it as a great play. 
You know, they was like, it's a great play. This need to be. And we got a call saying we need to make a movie out of it. But yeah, well, we, that was what most people were saying to me. Well, we have more. We have so we have material. We have so much content that we trying to push this stuff out. Like we can, if we had the money and we had the network, we can give. I got like four or five projects that I can put on TV well, right now. My mother said it was like one of those plays that you would go see out L.A. and you thought all these stars were going to be because it was so well organized. From the red carpet to the people getting in that had tickets, nobody had no problem. It was just a great atmosphere. It felt like it was more like a celebration that D.C. could do whatever they do across the world. That's what my mother told me. I'm going to tell you what it felt like. How old your mother? How old your mother? 65. Exactly. And that's what we... Once once they give us the go, we got to go. I'm going to tell you, people don't expect stuff to be like that. Like, D.C. is just not, and this is what I'm putting out now. I'm revising my city, right? D.C. is just not a party town. We have great actors and entertainers here. Mm -hmm. So it's just my job. See, we've been so lacking in great product, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, that people don't think we can do it. It's just now that we, we have the content. I hooked up with a guy that knows what he's doing, and we giving out great product. I mean, they're sitting there like, they thinking they in Vegas, like, and we like, that's what we here to bring. That's why we, that's why we was, took the bold name to say DC Black Broadway. You don't take a name like that and, mm-hmm. and play with it. Right. How did you come up with the title for your play? Confessional Side Chick? Yeah, I think that's uh, a my partner, title. Yeah, my partner came <laughs> up with it about a couple of years ago. So, you know, the thing about it, he came up with it, but when I came home from prison, my first, one of my first posts on Facebook was about a confessional side chick holidays. Mm. So I was explaining. I think I did see something like that. So I was explaining, you know, what holidays a side chick should look forward to. (laughs) (laughs) Day after Valentine's Day, (laughs) two days before Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. February 16th, December 27th. That's real life, for real. And so I know it's relatable. It started out as a joke, and then we just we just wrote it. Oh wow! Are your plays ever going? Do you ever envision them being on like? Selling them on DVDs, or are they available on DVDs nah, I, now? Or nah, what we're doing now, uh, we I've got we have a great website. Go to www.dcblackbroadway.com. Mm-hmm. And what we're trying to do now is, I got a couple IT guys, IT guys that's trying to scream it through my website where oh. we can charge four ninety nine, five ninety nine to watch it on my. So we can get residual. So what you doing? Say say basically what you was doing with these two places like GoGo without recording. Right. Yeah. That's so, what's up. So you got to go see it live and. Yeah. See, the thing about money. it is, if we would have had the gears together, we probably made a lot of money with the gears. Because, like, you got people all in LA. That's how we got the war. You right. know, some people, all, that was all, it was, I had people calling me in an Uber. Uber driver, like, hey, man, they talk about somebody talking about your play right now. That's so. Right. You know, with that amount of success, we we got to you know we've been going. We've been since I've been home t- about just two years now. I mean, two years and I was one in Atlanta, but two now here. I've been going, going. I haven't had time to stop and think and position things. So. So when you on these people that reach out, you you channel nine, channel seven, channel four, the Donnie Simpson show, all these shows that want to interview you before the play. Did you realize, like, damn, I got something real epic right here? Mm, 
see, you, you're nervous when you write it. Like, so <laughs> in my head, I think it's epic. And then what I do with my, my wife and her friends, we sit down, I let them read the script. And then I watch their face. And they, and then right after, like right right before it ends, they argue with each other and like, argue, argue. And I'm like, that's what I want them to do. And then at the end, they was like this. All looked at me like, you ain't shit. <laughs> and I was like, I got him. And I tell everybody, I'm say. not Tyler Perry. Don't don't say I'm Tyler Perry because my plays is not like Tyler Perry. Respect. And, and, and but your that, plays are very epic. Like his. that's why yeah, people will. Yeah. But, but like people say, people say like they they say a couple of women say whoever wrote their play, whoever put it together, they is the DC Tyler Perry. And I of course you in your own lane because I know we have our talks yeah. how we do all the time. So I so I know how you think. But you just doing you. But yeah, they, they call on them, that type of level, though. Yeah, they call they, they, me. I mean, if you look at them, they on that type of level. I mean, they call me DC Tyler Perry, and I, I like the name, yeah. but I just don't want people to come and think when you sit down in my play that it's going to be a great expect. ending. See, like, oh, well, it's a fairy tale. Nah, no, but yeah, another thing, you in Atlanta a lot, and you doing plays, like, I'm thinking sooner or later, Tyler Perry going to call you up like, man, we got to do something yeah, together man. because it just makes sense. Man. I'm like, this man is putting epic... If that we'll, happened, we'll I'm gonna fall out. Is it the first play you did? Nah, I did uh, Stranger in My House. Uh, okay. What Your Man Won't Do. With, and then we Oh, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did Jump was, with Tamika Joy, right? Tamika yeah. Joy was in one of them, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Raheem Devant. Yeah. Uh, Yanni Crawley, Big G. Okay. Then I did, uh, we did the gigs, and then now this one confession. Now, well, people wow. are not uh, realize you work with him with the music, you work with him with the acting. Like, what. How did Big G separate himself? I know, I know how he separated himself because he was more focused. Like he really take acting serious. Like people don't know he'd jump off a backyard stage and hop on the train and hit up in New York and start acting. It's it's called passion. And then he a tourist like me. I'm tourists. So Ron, my girl, tours too. Oh my goodness. We tours so. You know, and for a lot of people don't know, I, I was with Gene back in the day. Yeah, I know the that. transformation yeah. thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I met him, he was raw. Yeah. I was like, nah, bro, we can't do this. Yeah, he calmed down a lot. Yeah, I, I was the one that calmed him. When the dreads got cut down, he calmed down a lot. I, I was there. I was the one. I was the one that provoked that. So at the end of the day, it's like it's a grind, and, it's, and when you got passion, to do certain things. You want to do it, and then when your door closed on, when the door closed on certain things, other doors open. So when I left the drug life alone, I had to do something. That's you know? Like, I would just, I mean, that's an amazing story because dude, they come from the streets. We all come from the streets. We all got dirt. For you to come back and not take, he ain't want to open no studio. He ain't want to go yeah. find no rappers. He just took another way, way with it and won with it. Well, reason for that is because while I was sent back in prison, I started looking at my footsteps. And I was doing everything that drug dealers do. So I had big cars, I had the home, I had the club, I had the clothing line, I had the rappers. You know what I'm saying? I had the mom and pop store. So I kept on saying, man, I've done everything that a drug dealer, the same thing other drug dealers done. And mostly when other drug dealers get locked up, guess what happened? They disappear. And people say, well, he used to be, and he used to be, and he used to be. (laughs) And I was like, I'm not gonna be he used to be. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I gotta figure out something else. And then I looked at, I didn't want to come home and do parties. I didn't want to be involved with that scene. So I was like, 
I need to do stage plays. There's nobody doing stage plays like that. Wow. And I say, okay, well, let me start studying this. So after this success, then you got two bangers back to back. Like, what is the next move for for, for the team? Well, we they because everybody gonna expect greatness after this. Yeah, yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody is hauling bringing professional side chick back, right? right. I want to bring it back, but I want right now we have done. I I don't think it's nothing else to do more, but that uh, I want to do the, the Kennedy Center. That's what yeah. I want to do. That's true. I want to bring my people out to that Kenny side. I want to tear that Kenny with, with, with a new one or with, with Chopper City Records. Okay. Nah, this got to be Go Go Music. I need to show them folks. <laughs> I, I need to show them folks how we get down. I want them to respect the, the mm-hmm. performing arts of DC. And it's going to be a Go Go Music and they're going to love it. And it's, it's three women. I want to. I'm, now, this now this is the argument. I want everybody listening now. I want Miss Kim. But Miss Kim be so busy. Mm-hmm. But. I got Tabria, Yanni, and Michelle Blackwell. That's right. who I want the three women to be. Right. Wow. Awesome. My three awesome. women would be, I would like to see Sh- Sherry from Belladonna, because I think she's very animated behind the scenes. It's just mm-hmm. something about her on the keyboard when she jumps behind it on the mic. I think she's very animated. I like uh, Lissette. Mm-hmm. I like to see, see her on um, Lissette act. Oh, my mom. And then, then I love to see, uh, what the hell is that girl name? And I like like to see Sweetling act. Because, I mean, when I'm with back y'all, she's anime, she's joking about this. I mean, but you know, you can put it. I you did always talk Sweetling too. So, you always this, gonna put, you this is what I like. Together. Now, all the podcast shows, because we can put pressure on the situation. All the podcast shows, everybody need to get together. We need to have a big audition. All the go-go ladies. And just make it fair, make it big. Because that Kennedy Center is going to be history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't want to pick my favorites. I don't say I have favorites. I want to pick the best. Right. I want to pick the person that going to, because you're going to know who you want. You're going to be like, oh, that's it right that's there. Yeah. So at the end of the day, we got we to gotta make noise. That's why I want to do this probably like in March, because I want to make noise. I want to get to all the ladies in music, not just go-go, RB, right. church, Oh, Everybody yeah. get like together. I like people like Nanda Savoy. You could even the rappers. Oh, yeah. We got Pinky Killer. Pinky will be yeah, man. Yeah. I think Pinky will be. And then and, and then and then you got to see even with the like even with the gears. Like we had Winksy at first, right? Right. But the best thing today is I'm always finding great talent. I got Cartier Williams was a tap dancer. He was a sensation, and I got him by being at the Kennedy Center. I had to stop everything. I say, that's my scarecrow. So mm-hmm. I would like the women to get together because we want the best show possible. Right. And then you know what else make it fun? You're definitely and, not a biased guy. He definitely not. Because mm-hmm. if he was a biased guy, I would have been in a long time ago. <laughs> but no, nah, he definitely guy. But shout out to the best person that make flies. I mean, she hooked, I mean, she's been with you from the girl. And I want to give Angela Williams a shout Washington. out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Angela Washington. She been doing her thing. Like, yeah. So so with that, when I first met Angela Washington, she was so well people try to keep me away from her for one thing. People don't never want number one. This is what the city gotta understand. I don't understand why number one don't work with number one. Mm. Like we we so funny that you number one in what you do, you'll work with somebody in number eight and don't work with number one. So she was doing her thing and I'm like, you number one, and I think I'm gonna be number one in what I do. I like we need to come together. And I told her I said I'm gonna be your best client. 
That's what I told her. I said, I'm going to be your best client. She looked at me like, boy, whatever. I couldn't even call her after 6 o'clock. Like, I was calling at 10 o'clock at night. She was like, don't call my damn phone and hang up. I'm like, man. And then guess what? We became partners. Right. Like, I tell people, people don't want to work with her. But if you don't work with her, you gonna, your business is not going to. Like, same. she got, she, yeah. she can make just by her creation, her design, she can bump your business. I don't know nobody that don't want their business to grow. You actually got people who would not use her because I use her. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. That is crazy. This yeah, to make me one use her. You got a lot of people yeah. that definitely want to use her, but you do have some people that would let their business starve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I'm not gonna do that, man. I'm working with number one, man. I don't that's how I am. Nobody that's and that's one. and that's and, and that's what I and that's thing about about the whole radio. I mean, it's good to interview people that's coming up, but you also want to have the best story or trendsetters that you want to interview. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Since we're on that, why the hell you went at Ben's Chili Bowl or the Lincoln? I'm on the wall at Ben Chili Bowl, and that's your, that's your, you. I knew that. Back. Why y'all went, why you went down there? When? I never got the invite. Yo, pussy. Okay. <laughs> when I, when social media, this is what, so, this is what I say my social media is. My social media is my, my, my television station. I own that. I don't know how I right? missed that. So oh, when I, I put, that. when I because put. Because I get your alerts. Listen, mm-hmm. So when I put it out and say, we're going to Ben's Chili Bowl wall, that's a press release. Right. You supposed to be like. I'm down there. Right. Let's get this. Let's go. See, that's that's what been making me successful. People understand. Right. I study everybody on social media. I sit back. Like, oh, I want to use. Oh, I don't work with him. Oh, she gonna be there. Oh, he gonna be there. I'm there. But you ain't come out with no hats this time, man. Nah, it's it's because that was special. <laughs> Last for the time gears. I hear, I had a whole gears outfit on when I was yeah, going that was, the walk. I said, give me that hat. I'm about to go on stage right now. I'm, I'm gonna come it. out with chocolate. Yeah. I'm gonna come out with chocolate city. Uh, Hats, but I'm only gonna have hats for the go go, for the go go situation. You know what right. I'm saying? My, my my city, my culture. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So I'm gonna bring something else here too, so we can, so everybody, everybody can understand where I'm at and my level of what I'm doing. Uh, I think DC. I'm revising entertainment in DC. We're just not a party city. I'm gonna keep on saying that. I want to revise this city. So I came up. I'm going to do... But you're the only person that would think that, like, all the out-of-town, like, dude, we love to come to D.C. and party. Yeah, that's because... But that's because... But we got we to gotta get a name for entertainment. Mm-hmm. We got to help our kids. How do we help our kids in the street? We can't help our kids partying all the time. Mm-hmm. We got to help our kids. We got to put some money back into our community. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And that's, that's from big productions coming in. That's how Atlanta got on. Big productions coming in and doing stuff in their city. They're giving back. You know what I'm saying? We got we to gotta change that. So one thing I want to do, I, I want to do it around November. I want everybody to come out. I'm gonna use everybody, but I want to do an auction for Angela. For, she for, for, you talking about it. for Karan Brown and right. and uh, I'm going to kind of like Makai, Mar, by the way. I'll six o'clock. Yeah. yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. I'll you got to do your. So yeah. I see you there, but Karan Brown and and uh, Makaya Wilson, yeah. I'm gonna do an auction. And what I want to do is, like, I got stuff from the Gears. I got stuff from last night that I'm going to auction off. Right. You know, to all these big big willies here. Let's, that's, let's start. Sure. Now, I know you got something. You got some go-go history. Yeah. So, guess what? I know you got something. Guess what? Then Bam City Board is going to auction off this. You right. know what I'm saying? So, I, and I want to make it fun. I want to make some of the ladies say, hey, 
we'll go on out on a, a lunch date with you. We auction off lunch date with this person or lunch date with that person, especially like Big G. He could definitely people yeah. people love to go on a lunch date and just sit and talk with him. Mm. You don't know how much somebody would pay for that. Right. But all that go to a good mm. cause to two families that lost their kids. Right. And I think and I can say right now, and you in a room in this room, how many other people have ever been to an auction? I've been. I've been to auction. I've been. And the most it was the most it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun. So I can't wait to put that together. I think things like that. I want to, you know, I want to do stuff that's different for the city. Right. I just need you guys to support it. That's all. Oh, I'm gonna support yes. whatever you do because I love the story and I love what you're trying to do. And like, like you were saying, me, me, you was talking to a book right, like dog. Success got to support success. If you success person, you don't have no problem with coming on anyway. Anything. Anything that 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 somebody doing, even if it don't involve you, it come up. It plenty shows I ain't hosting. I just pop up just for for a love of go go or anything. But success supports success. That's what I put today. Right. So, so success supports success. So when I look at my show, when I see all the, the guys at DC film and playwrights and actors and been successful in this city, they're at my play. They're at my play. Like, mm. if you see the pictures, all the successful guys are doing their thing, they're at my play. Right. And that's that's the thing. I'm like, wow, what you call me? Damn, what you call me? The, 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 the congressman, they, they the, the congressman here. So at, at the end of the day, success supports success. And the crash and barrel, they're not going to support anyway, so let them stay in there. Exactly. Mm. All right, man, before we get you out of here, let you do do, do some shout-outs, man. Big, big weekend for you again, again, again. The Giz was a big weekend. Then you took a lick at the theater. Next, I know Let, it's gonna be the Kennedy Center, man. I want the Kennedy Center. Yeah, we got, so I, I want to thank everybody that came out. For one thing, they stood. It was a line. It was hot out there, and I thought yeah. we was not gonna have a great turnout because it was hot. Those people stood out there and they came in and they enjoyed themselves. So I want everybody to know. I want to thank everybody that came out uh, to see the play. Everybody. By enjoying. You got us responsibility. How about 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 something like how to grieve for kids? So like people don't know how to grieve for kids. Like I don't. I, the death of kids is just it, it just kills yeah, me. It's, if you it's got creepy. a child, it just yeah. kills me, man. It just just. It so just, that's why we have to do these auctions so we can get these counselors into these communities that people that's professional that can do it. But we got it, it takes money. It it just can't be Lavelle money and. Bam money. It has to be everybody coming together. Mm-hmm. You know, we got Vox Radio. I know they got some special stuff around here that they can auction off. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, they got sure. they got it. So at the end of the day, and then we got these go go bands. They can they can do a special show. It's a lot of things we can do yeah. to help these kids. And you know, I just right now I'm a, I'm a mentor. I work for uh, the, the YAP program. I'm an incredible messenger. And now that I'm in this program seeing these kids, I just want to give back. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm working on things to give back. And, you know, my next show, if I do the, when we get the, when, when we get this Kennedy Center, I will be don- donating my pr- proceeds to the Makaya Wilson Foundation. Wow. Yeah, shout out to Mike Angelo. He was on there. He's yeah. doing another walk. Yeah. He got a shoe that's uh, special customer. So, man, mm-hmm. we're going to take some pics, man, and get Mr. Angelo up here. Let Obel get out of here. Let the man be tired and working on it. He got to go to work. Yeah, I got a job, man. I, yeah, see, I got a business and I, and I work. I got a job. I, do, I love it, though. Let me tell you, for the first time in my life, I did today. See, I got so many accomplishments, but this was big for me. I ain't put on social media because it might not be that big, but you know I just did my show. 
So I put my check, my check from the show in my business account, and I put two of my checks from my job in my personal account. I have never done that, and I'm 49 years old. It's the first time I ever done it. I thought Damn. that was cool. I said, "Damn!" Wow. And the girl at the bank gave me a number and everything. <laughs> I said, "Hey, <laughs> hey look, I like that." Hey, look, hey, look man, we got Miss Cool Keys coming, up, man. A hell of a resume, man. A hell of a woman, man. We're gonna let Abel get out of here. We're gonna take some. We're gonna do our picture taking let Andre Michael Crank up. But tomorrow, man, just like he said, man, the candlelight visual from six. I think it's six to eight. Yeah, six to eight. We'll be there on that, bro. I, I will be there. If I don't be nowhere else, I'm gonna be there at six o'clock. I'll be be there to eight o'clock, and then man, we just we gonna just pay respects to this young man that mm -hmm. just got his life took it from him for man, just senseless man, it's just senseless. Got give these kids something to do. Yeah. yeah. Really All right, man, that's crank up. We about to take some pictures, Miss Cool Keys from Belladonna coming up, man. We we'll right back, man. The platform right here on BossAway.com, man. Y'all ready for the kids?
this is another money mix by Andre Michael. DJ Andre Michael. Yeah. 
So excited about this interview. Cool keys of Belladonna's is in the building. That is way too much love, but I appreciate it. Okay. So so before I get started with my questions, get uh people that's that's um listening on online and on Google Report and all that, uh the background of how you guys started playing. Yes. So I got started playing keyboards at a very young age, four years old. 
I was uh, playing on the little organ in the basement. I grew up in Southeast. Shout out to Southeast. Southeast. And my parents started us with music lessons, me and my sister at the time. And um, basically, after about two years of lessons, I was like fluently playing classical music. And I want to say 10 to 10 to 11 years later, I started working in music. First right. at church and then at Showmobile. And I know right. y'all know about Showmobile right. under Mayor, uh, Mayor mm -hmm. Barry's mm -hmm. leadership program. Right. So that's how I got my start in music. And then how did I get into Go-Go? That was pleasure. For real? Yes. Ooh. Our original keyboardist. Yes, the pleasure. original keyboard player for DC's first and only Go-Go band, female Go-Go band. So how was that experience? It was awesome. We were spoiled, right? <laughs> it was awesome. Do, 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 do. Do the the transition from uh, Pleasure and Belladonna feel the same? It's it has some similarities, but you know the biggest difference is that I'm all grown up in Belladonna, where mm -hmm. I was a little baby mm -hmm. in Pleasure. Right. I was a little baby, like still straight out of high school. Right. Mm -hmm. So how's the uh, Belladonna movement going for for you? As far as the shows, the music. And everything. It's been it's been very rewarding. It's been a lot of hard work, a lot of yeah. sacrifice. People don't understand that, you know, they say, Oh, we look like we having fun and we make it look so easy. It's hard. It's very hard. When I say hard, I mean it's a lot of work and it's the a hardest lot of part sacrifice. Is, the hardest part is the music or is the hardest part doing the shows. Cause the, that, easiest, that's my hardest part. the easiest part is the music when you're a, a, a musician and you know your acts. Right. Mm. Um, remembering all of the songs after a while, you know, you have a large, uh, what you call it, of music that yeah, you play. So yeah, sometimes you got to remember, yeah, catalog, that's the word. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to remember what key, you got to remember how this starts or whatever. But we feed off of each other. I think it's the shows and like the out of town, the consistency. Sometimes we'll have in one weekend five gigs, five yeah, or six gigs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what, what, what keeps you inspired and um, how are you like motivated to keep going? Great question. I'm inspired by other people that I see that are success stories. Like mm -hmm. I really was so excited when Sugar Bear and EU and Juju and uh, Funk were on the BET Awards. Mm. I was inspired by Lovell hearing his story about, yeah, you know, to me, inspiring. I don't always have to be inspired by the person that's making the most money, like the Rihanna's of the world. I love them. I love them. But I'm saying a lot of times our local heroes are overlooked for what they're doing. And I think that we need to lift up our local people who have put in a lot of time and effort. Right. I agree with that. Go ahead, so because when I when I when I do my question, they gonna be like bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then you said what motivates me? Yeah, what motivates you? My children motivate me to get out here and hustle. Yeah, okay, because I'm a, a full time do, musician. They, yeah. Don't they do it? Yeah. And the music culture in D.C. motivates me. Um, Lovell touched on it a little bit. The music culture in D.C. is very rich, and it's been it has been very rich for a long time. And I think I love the fact that we have the platform to be able to perform and use our talents every day of the week. Yeah. If you're playing on U Street or if you're playing, um, even back in the day, I used to go to a lot of uh, shows, concerts, clubs. Um, it's always a, a, a big platform for music, live music or parties. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And not only, I mean, I, I want you to also talk about, I mean, we, I know, we know you're a musician, but you're also an entrepreneur. Yes, and I am. you have a 
clothing line you've started, and I want to hear a little bit, let, let the listeners hear a little bit about what you're doing as an entrepreneur. And Thanks for asking about that. So I never thought I could sell anything because I was never really a pushy salesperson. Right. But a couple of years ago, I was thinking, dang, if something were to happen and I couldn't play anymore, what, what else could I do? What could I sell? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. you know, again, thinking about you can be an entrepreneur all day long, but you got to add, you know, you look at the Tyler Perry's and the Oprah's and you look at all the people like even uh, Will Smith, mm -hmm. how they have multiple streams of income and they mm -hmm. do multiple things. So I said, mm -hmm. what could I do? And so I thought about my stage name, Cool Keys, and I was like, you know, that's a really kind of dope, just different kind of name. And I mm -hmm. said, what could, you know, and then what actually inspired me was um, on Instagram, I was friends with, or I followed, uh, what's that guy's name? I used to have a crush on him, Shamar Moore. <laughs> and he has the baby girl line. Okay. And he, I, if you watch Criminal Minds, you see the baby girl, okay. he always says that. So I saw that he had a line of t-shirts and pajamas and, I was like, you know, that's a really good concept. So I that's just tough. really started like opening my uh, mind up to selling my brand and to branding my name. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, my son designed this this logo. But I have like five or six different logos, and I have T-shirts for men and, and ladies. Man, oh, I'll buy those quick. Yeah. You will. Yeah. Oh man, man, I don't, I don't do do nothing but support all every clothing. I don't go out my whole closet got. Deal move values, hustle around like it's just plenty of people I like to shine. When I wear my stuff on stage and you got professional photographers, I like them to take pictures of who I'm supporting there at night. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Is it hard for a female to make it in the male dominant business? I asked every female that, so I need to know your intent. Yes. Cause, Cause Go Go is a male. Dominic, I mean, you got your big G's and your Bugs and your mm -hmm. Donnell Floyds, and I mean. It's a hundred times harder. Mm -hmm. It's a hundred times harder. You can have the backing of like a good management. You can have the backing of people who set up your keyboards and all that. But at the end of the day, you will always be compared to the other guy or the other guys that do the same thing you do, even right. in church. Okay. Even in church, you will always be compared and you have to work 10 times harder. Plus the hardest part is as mothers and wives and as like the nurturers, we're leaving our children right. and our husbands and our boyfriends to go out here and be gone and performing, and they don't like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, oh, my, my son has said many times, my youngest, mommy, I want you to quit Belladonna so you can be <laughs> home with me. And it's like I, I have to tell him, this is what I do to feed us. Yeah, this is my job. But as a man, yeah. when you work hard and hustle and all that, and you're gone, it's okay because you got your wife and I girlfriend mean, to for, take care of the kids. For, for me, for Rhonda, she loves to see me host. So it, it, it's really not a conflict at home. I'm like, just come on. She loves to go to the shows. Like, she loves to go eat that's good. good. She loves to drink good. good. She ain't going to have to pay. I mean, she loves to see me. And then that, that's, that's one thing I can say about She loves to see me do what I love. She supports you. And she loves you. the passion on my face. Oh, 100%. But you picked the right mate because it's harder as yeah. a woman to get that same support yeah. oh, from a man. Because right? most a lot of men don't respect what we're doing. No, unfortunately. I think a lot of men do respect what y'all doing. I think a lot of yeah. men can't handle. <laughs> no, yeah, for real, a lot of women can't that. handle, can't handle it, especially yeah. if if a women uh like they they're like favorite. Mm -hmm. They like they like 
okay, get a hug or get a picture. Some men might look on the sideline like, what is this? Is this dude, what is he saying? Or somebody could whisper in your ear, man, I love, I love what you do. I love to support you. See, see, so so it's different. So I understand where you're coming from. That's why I respect all the ladies like Bella Donna and even to to Michelle Blackwell and the little mm-hmm. set TT and, and them that do that each and every every night. That they, they gotta go home with that like sweet thing always had my man Raymond on. Um, they they just had a I think little Raymond probably like two years old. So she has that support. He's always at every show. He's always helping the band with anything they need to bring in. But everybody is not like that. It's a hard it's a hard business. But if you don't have a mate with you because I was married before and then I had my my ex wife say, Oh, this ain't what you need to do, you ain't gonna make it, you you're too old to be doing this and then I Sound came like out a center of block to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I came <laughs> out of back. it. So I came out of it and, and right now I'm I'm successful. I mean she has apologized since then. She apologized for not believing in me. Because she sees your success. Like the little girl in high school said no. Yeah, well, but I mean let me, let me speak on passion. Okay, one thing I will say that from day one, I have never let anything get in the way of my passion. Mm. No friends, no boyfriend, no husband, no no kid. And it might sound real cold or it might sound real like, oh, it's That's all about your music. But literally, I have a gift. This is my mm-hmm. gift. And I didn't know I was right. going to do it professionally. Right. But everything else I tried to do was just streamlined. It, I didn't make it like all the big money and all the contacts, everything that I've done in my life that was major was music related. That's so at right. some point I was like, okay, this is my this calling. Is this yeah. is what I'm supposed to do. So I wasn't going to let anybody exactly. stop me from getting to the next level, to the next level and reaching higher. And, you know, again, I had to deal with boyfriends that may have been jealous or mm. may have been insecure. And then I was like, well, bye, you know, I'll find somebody else. Um, yeah. I've had to, I've been on tour before. And when I went on tour, I broke up with whoever I was with because I, I didn't want him to be waiting on me. Bye. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to pursue but my But you life broke up with him before he got wrong or what was it the problem before or you just said you just knew that this not gonna work out? <laughs> he still throws this in my face. <laughs> He's like, I was gonna propose to you. He wasn't. But you literally, don't you don't know that. <laughs> I was 18. Like, But always, when I was in this business, when I came in this business, I always said, if I get in a relationship, I'm going to find me somebody that's in the same business too because they probably have understand. a certain understanding. But, I mean, Rhonda has been there. She has understand it before. And it's a lot of um, it's a lot of good, good things. I mean, I can't wait. Like, um, I'm really, for some reason, I'm really, 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 excited about just how the I'm probably the most excited that yeah. I ever been. Mm-hmm. I mean my mother like, oh man, son, I gotta be there. I remember my days of going to the house theater <laughs> and now you perform. I think that's gonna be a be a great thing. So shout out to Frank White yeah. and M2G and Rick for for putting that thing because it's gonna be an epic show. You got Junkyard, Belladonna, EU, Feature Sugar Bed, Sweatband, Bam Six Forty, Billy the Kid, uh DJ Frank White, like I don't know what more can you ask for on the show? Absolutely, I mean, I mean, yeah. And that's a great stage. That's a great stage. What is your favorite part about uh, being I'll get a one musician for you tonight. and an entrepreneur? What is my favorite part? What about? is your favorite part about being a musician and an entrepreneur? Well, definitely my favorite part about being a musician is being able to do what I love for a living and getting paid well mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the freedom. I love the freedom. Yeah, I love not too. having to go and get up and 
hurry up and, and get stuck in traffic to get to work mm. and be told what to do and have to ask for leave and time off. I, I take time off when I'm ready to take time off. And of course, as an entrepreneur, when you take time off, that's mm -hmm. money out your pocket. Yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it all works together. Um, but being an entrepreneur, I just love being able to wake up and just figure out my day. Right. Just do, you know, outside of my rehearsals or my lessons that I teach or um, all the other things that I have going on, I get to figure out if I want to go work out, if I want to lay and be lazy, if I want to write a song, if I want to, I can do whatever I want. Okay. Now, another thing I want to ask both of y'all, on the same day that we got to have with the night, the same is that guy's day. Oh, Chuck Brown. Is that guy's day? And y'all performing at Chuck Brown Park on Chuck Brown Day. Belladonna Junkyard is performing at at Chuck Brown Day. So how's that gonna feel for for evil on both of y'all? Well, I tell you, you know, it's it's an honor, you know, to be able to perform. Um, we we actually performed on stage with Chuck Brown and the Fontaine Blue. Yeah. You know, I'll never forget that. That was just such an honor to be on stage with a legend. So I think it's going to be great to be a part of, you know, that celebration for his, you know, he is the reason why we're all doing yoga. So y'all at Chuck Brown Park that day, you had the house there and like, how was y'all be prepared, y'all, for those two epic shows in one day. When we perform, it comes from our soul. So no matter what is going on, I don't care if you have like 25 different calls about something going on, you kind of have to mm -hmm. like get your energy kind of, you know, woosah, whatever you have to do mm -hmm. to get on that stage and forget about your troubles and deliver because it's all about the people. It's all about, we have a lot of people that are religious followers. They, they right. come out every week. Every week they're a half note and they're at all of our shows. And so we, that's the thing. You can't have a, 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 an off night. You're not allowed that. Right. When you're an right. entertainer, right. you gotta be on. And if right. you're not on, they will let you know. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, I had a uh, it was this uh, lady that was a manager of a band. And she was saying, we were saving a crank I said, why y'all wasn't crank y'all here? She, she said, we saving a crank for uh, sir. You don't save no, no. crank. No, you, you don't. Gotta, you, you, do you don't save no crank. You can't do that. You, can't do that. you got to crank at least one part of the night, at least 10 minutes through the night. Even so what is uh, the other, other bands that you like to listen to besides your own band? Oh, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. I love a lot of the bands that are out now. Vibe, Secret Society. I love Backyard. I love Junkyard. Oh, my gosh. Um, I love, and not just Go-Go. I definitely love, um, like, Frankie Beverly and Mays. Yeah, I like, like all of those, like, classic bands that have that been, you, you really listen for chemistry, and you listen for, like, they play together, and they're on point. Like, I used to love Prince. I used to love right. his band. Mm -hmm. It was like, they, I was watching a uh, Beyonce junk. What's that junk called? Coachella? That's the yeah, uh -huh, uh -huh. and I was liking how she was just embracing that go-go sound into it, and you heard the mm -hmm. bass, and you automatically knew that she was tripping to go-go. She didn't have to say it. Mm -hmm. 
and, and, and I finally watched it for the first time the other night because I really don't watch TV live. I'm so busy trying to promote my shows and sell tickets. <laughs> so I really don't get, but I really listened to them. I like, man, she did an awesome job. And I, I mean, the way that she performs, and I used to be like, why are everybody always talking about Beyonce? Like, every time she come out, it's like, wow. Mm. It's like, wow. Like, everybody has to talk about it. So I really had to just watch her, and the way she prep for that thing, and the way she says for that thing, man, man, it's amazing. So I, it definitely could be a uh, female Donna business. I think Bella Donna is doing an outstanding job on every, on every show, and and a lot of a lot of promoters like Belladonna because it's never no complaints from them. That's what Frank Frank White said. That's the reason I like booking Belladonna. It's never no complaints. They can place first, second, third. They not worried about playing for each other. They not mattering no competition. They just get up there and they do their thing for the crowd. And I think a lot of promoters respect what y'all do on that level. So we love what we do. And, you know, we're grateful for the platform. We're grateful to have been doing this for 10 years. Right. 10 years plus. And it don't even that. seem like that. No. It, mm -hmm. People will hear y'all think y'all, I mean, y'all done done stuff that people like me dream about. I mean, from Esther Festival, from Pretty Girls, from Howard Theater to the Fillmore's. And mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, I was watching y'all one day. I was like. Like the, and Ronnie, like that's doing the back. I say, man, I don't know how they did it. That's not a degree, well. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I swear, I don't know. Well, how, I don't like. Saturday, I don't take those shows. Yeah, I don't. I don't take those shows. Yeah, it was because I'm asthmatic and I don't take those shows. Mm. I like, man, I can't do that, man. Yeah. I'm not okay. gonna lie. I was worried. I was a little worried. So yeah, my church worried. picnic was that day in Anacostia Park, and I was like, okay, I don't want to pass out there because I gotta save my energy <laughs> for the first show. I yeah, don't want to pass out there because I gotta save the energy for Fast Eddie's. And literally, we all I did was drink water all day. I right. drank water, drank water. And that's what Wincy said, and people think that uh, they don't want to do features and all that. And Wincy's like, I would do them, but I can't. He said it's different from a rapper because y'all can rap and y'all have you. He said when you hitting them notes and stuff, you cannot drain your voice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to go do this show and that show, and then when I get to my show, they be like, "What the hell's going on right, with you today?" Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying so that's why he said he tried to pace himself, and he said yeah, people are offering him like way more money than mm -hmm. probably back y'all would, but he was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna do that because it's." It would drain my voice out for my show because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, people are coming to see you, especially if you're you're, you're a big name figure. So I mean, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's hard. So yeah, we plug our instruments in, but mm -hmm. vocalists, they their vocal cords are on their body, right. so if they don't take care of it. That's it. I want to know how is the practice like? Who comes up with the music session? Do curse or y'all? Oh, y'all coming to or songs that I might have the song I went. Oh, this song I've been working on, I think we should try this. Mm -hmm. And then it comes. Well, Cherie is our music director. Right. And she pretty much, um, she will select, for the most part, the new music. But the singers, the, the singers who are going right. to sing the music, they kind of give suggestions mm -hmm. on music. Um, mm -hmm. As far as arrangements, the whole band does right. arrangements. We, we don't hardly ever play a cover song exactly like you hear it on the radio. We'll take it and tweak it and make it ours and kind of, right. you know, central, crank mm -hmm. it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Woo. I have another very important question that I think is very, very important. What advice do you have for someone maybe watching this that's interested in kind of following in your footsteps? You know, you toured with Salt and Pepper, you played with Pleasure, you had Madonna, you know, so. I was a Salt and Pepper. So. <laughs> Pepper, I'm still looking for you, girl. <laughs> and they're really gems. They're yeah. both gems. I'll be watching a little reality show because I want to be having me watching that Pepper. Oh, like, my God. They're not showing sure up for this show. I want to this show. How long did that happen? Well, Lord. I tell you. Well, just to answer your question, Storm, um, there's so many things I would say, but you have to be rooted in what you, your vision. You have to be rooted and grounded in your vision. You have to work hard and be consistent. You got to push through the obstacles. Um, take every opportunity you can take to play. Mm. Do the $50 gigs. Do the $150 gigs. Mm. Do the, and those will lead to the $1,000 gigs. So, you you know, you got to crawl before you walk. Everybody nowadays thinks that, oh, I'm going to just go on YouTube and learn how to do something, and then I'm going to make all this money. That's not a, re a realistic thing. You have to work at it. Um, network with other musicians. Don't be afraid to go to other people's shows and support them and talk to them after the show. Give them your card. I, I believe that's how you ended up getting in Belladonna by networking. Um, and never say you can't do something. You know, never say never because I never thought I would sell anything and I've sold a bunch of cool key shirts and I've yes, had even women follow me more than I thought that I would. Right. And, um, you know, also talk yourself off the ledge. Okay? Don't be afraid to don't be afraid to jump out there and do something that's provocative or do something that nobody else is doing. You know, fear will stop you, but you know, you have to be your own supporter and you have to kind of not expect other people to validate you. You gotta validate yourself. Absolutely. Tell people where they can get your cookies, uh, how they can get your cookies teased. Yeah, so you can, I, I need to give me one. Any Belladonna show, I'm there. And uh, if you are online, you can go on my website, www.coolkeys, that's K-O-O-L-K-E-Y-S-88.com. Very easy yeah, to I remember. I need to copy me some for these shows on my way. Okay. So. And I got I'm, different colors, different styles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man. So what, Bella Donna, y'all off this week or y'all working this week? We're off. We have <laughs> Thursday at Half Note, and right. then we're off this so, weekend. Ooh, but it's very rare. Yeah. I know it's very rare. Mm -hmm. I know y'all have it. Yeah, we had the Big Spirit Fest coming up. Mary oh, Weather yeah. Oh, man. Shout out to man, Anthony Hamilton, Backyard, Belladonna. Yes. I'm in the building, man. Yes, Janae. Backstage. Yes. Yeah, man. Uh, backstage. Raphael Sadiq. Yeah. Oh, yep. man. That's going to be crazy, Raphael man. Sadiq, too. Yeah. So we're working on some special that's, stuff. That's, that's the day that I'm going to come out. I get to support a storm and all that because I don't have a show till that night. Like, my August schedule is crazy. I'm, 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 I'm scheduled. Every every night, certain night. I, I really don't like to do Fridays. I don't like like to do do Friday because everybody got their uh, Fridays. Y'all well, first Fridays at Babylon and yes. Ridge. Mm -hmm. uh, you got backyard at Aquawood. You got junkyard at Nipsey's. You got red asses <laughs> at uh, at uh, Fast, Fast Eddie. So yeah. it, it basically, like I like I don't I don't like and and, and I'm not a type of person just just like like you say I don't want to take people's money. I don't like like to take take people's money if the crowd not gonna be there because mm -hmm. I don't like the whole story. I mean, I mean, that's just me. People say, well, I'll take it as long as I got paid, but nah, it's, it's, it's just more than a paycheck. I like the fans get the spurns. They like, every time we go to a BAM 640 show, it's this and that, or every time we go to a Bella Donna show, it's this and that. You don't want nobody to come to your show and be be dissatisfied, so man. 
I give y'all, I'm gonna let y'all give y'all shout out. Start with Stone, me and DeAndre. Michael, we gonna be last because we're at the fire station. We're back, y'all, for the official, official Miami send off. So, we gonna plug guys in. But go ahead, Stone. Um, just shout out to everybody that tuned in. Thanks for tuning in to the platform. Uh, uh, thankful to have Miss Pookies and um, our other guests. Was it Lavelle? Was it Lavelle? Yeah, Lavelle Long. Lavelle, Confessions mm-hmm. of a Side Chick doing some awesome things um uh each and every thursday half no lounge belladonna um y'all stay cool it's hot it's been hot it's been hot <laughs> thanks for tuning in you guys and i really appreciate you bam and you storm for having me on absolutely your radio appreciate show and coming. wish you much success that's it that's all the shows you got oh i'm supposed to shout Shout out to shout out to DC, the DMV. <laughs> shout out to Northwest, Northeast, Southeast, Southwest. Well, not really Southwest. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Southwest. <laughs> I go with DeAndre Michael. I mean, DeAndre Michael. Go and give a shout out. Man, shout out everybody came out and party on Saturday. Backyard. It was a hell of a party. Had a great time. Uh, shout out to my son. Shout out to my wife. Shout out to my little baby on the way, Amaya. Oh. Um, shout out to everybody that tuned in right now. Shout out to everybody tuning in later. And, uh, man, just shout out to everybody being positive, man. We need yeah. a lot more of that shit going around and, like, heavy. Like, it's sad out here, man. Y'all need to step up and step in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish I had more time to devote to step out here and go to these schools and stuff. But, yeah, yeah. man, we got to start doing something. Shit got to change. Starting the house. Right. Hey, look, my shout out, shout out to the whole DMV. Look, man, I'll be yeah. at the Candlelight Vision tomorrow. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting me and everybody that. But I'm going to give y'all real quick. The, the August schedule is crazy. The August, this Saturday, man, back y'all, man, me and DJ Andre Michael, back y'all, mental attraction, man. I'm swearing, man, the Fire Station of Miami send off is going to be crazy. If y'all see me and Big G, video's going crazy. August 3rd, man, TCB, live at Fire Station, one hosted by BAM640. The 10th, we got the Pink and White Party with Junk Y'all, Major Lee, and the Yes Band. The 10th, no, no, that's the 10th. The 17th, man, y'all already know where I'll be at in the daytime. I'll be at Chuck Brown Day supporting my Bella Don Lazy and JYB fam down there. Also, they got Kevin Scooby down there, all for free. So, y'all, yep. Chuck Brown Park is going to be lit, man, hosted by DJ Rico. And the 17th, and that, that night, y'all already know what we're doing. Howard Theater, boom, boom, bang, bang, Bella Donna, Bella Donna EU. Um, in Sugar Bear, we got what? Sweatband, we got Junkyard, me, Billy the Kid, we got DJ Frank White, man, it's gonna be off the chain, man. The 24th Victory Lap, man, D Floyd's last performance. Last performance at Lucky Strikes, man, I'll be hosting that. In the 31st, Stop the Violence for uh, Skinny Pimp Birthday, we be at Hangers Club with Backyard, so man. We just going, all these epic shows are definitely coming, man. August gonna be crazy, so man, y'all need to get up. Party for we gotta send the kids back to school, man. We yeah. gotta send definitely gotta send the kids back to school right. So man, and all of that, man. We love y'all. The platform next week, man, Miss Curse be hosting this joint next week for me, man. Miami flow. I'll be yeah. out there on Sunday, so that's what it is, man. Belladonna, Bam Six Forty, Storm, DJ Andre, Michael Mass, a lot, lot of shows between us four people on this panel. A lot of shows coming up, man. Y'all please. I mean, if y'all not at the Belladonna show, y'all not at the backyard show, just as long as y'all support anything, we're going to go. I'm cool mm-hmm. with that, man. And let's stop the violence out here, man. We got to come together, violence, man. Yeah. It's easy to walk away, man. It's easy to walk away from um situation. Rest of peace, little man. 
and we gonna pump it up, man. So love y'all, man. The platform. See y'all next week. Peace. One love. Hey. Oh, that was good.